Susie Carolla, boss lady of the Guild of Letting and Management. Why are letting agents such perfectionists and why does it hold them back in this world? Talk to me. Possibly fear of getting it wrong. Um, even though they are the principal in their business, they're representing, in some cases, some of our clients represent thousands of landlords. And the sticky end of a lo lollipop when it goes wrong is not a good thing. So they're very serious mm. about that undertaking. And I think that that's really important. But how many letting agents decided to set up their own letting agency and think to themselves, do you know, I'm going to become the best letting agent in the world. I'm going to make sure that every box is ticked on my CRM and I'm going to be stopping up till eight or nine o'clock at night to ensure everything's okay. I'm also going to make sure that I'm going to employ staff and I'm going to check everything they do and every letter they send out is perfect. It's like this, they're perfection. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not here for, I don't, I'm not advocating slipshodness no. or averageness no. or this will do or good enough. Yeah. But, but perfection, there's a difference between perfectionism and aiming for excellence. Yeah. You know, I think perfectionism could almost be seen as a mental illness. Well, <laughs> depends who you are. Yes. Um, I think that the micromanagement element mm. is, is a challenge. Is it micromanagement or is it just making sure that everything leaving that is perfect? Possibly a bit of both. Mm -hmm. Because you need, one of the things that I love seeing and I'm very much involved in is empowering your team. Okay, you set it up, you, you, you know, you were the principal at the beginning, you were doing this as a one-man band thing, you thought, okay, make a bit of money if sales goes wrong or bad or whatever the case may be. And that was the case in 2010, we had a lot of that. I had people telling me, we'll do lettings for two years and then, you know, after the recession, oh. things will pick up and, and they're still doing it. However, it's, it's got to be about your team. It's got to be about streamlining. It's about having systems, processes, faith, trust. I mean, you, you, you're very famous in the industry of uh, agents. You're not just a trainer. You're, you actually get parachuted into businesses and become like the, the Alan Sugar stroke problem solver stroke sorting things out. Troubleshooter. Troubleshooter, I like that word. Yes. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Um, what are the, quite often the, the issues that you often see all the time? I think one of the things that I've seen over the last 11 months is, 12 months in fact, is the fact that we've had this um, element of the team that are working from home and then the transition back to the office and then transitioning back to work from home. We've had people who've been furloughed. We've had all of that going on at the same time as putting into play COVID processes, which are extremely important. And then on top of that, running your day-to-day -day business. Okay. So what we've seen is we've seen people that don't normally do a particular job, struggling as it were, to pick up the pieces of the person that is no longer present in the business. It might be a director yeah. who's having to deal with the day-to-day -day running of property management when normally they're not involved. So dropping the ball 
with all these changes at the same time is probably one of the things that I've seen the most. Okay, what about before COVID? What were the issues that you were always seeing where you think, you know, when you did come in to be the troubleshooter? Gaps in systems and processes, lack of knowledge. Do you think fundamentally that is probably the biggest weakness of letting agencies their lack of systems? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yet they are systems orientated people. Oh, they love prop tech. They love, it is, it's obvious in the last five years, you know, I know um, the owners of, of some very key uh, prop tech resources that are available on the market. And people say, yes, um, we're going to be, we're going to gear our business towards prop tech, but then they don't use the facility properly. It's as good as what you put into it. And that is very, very important. If you're going to go down that route of streamline and run, you know, your business in a, in a tech orientated way, you need to make sure that your team are trained as well, because the two need to complement one another. So what you're telling me is letting agents who should be system orientated because that's the very nature of of what makes them such good letting agents mm -hmm. could be, be even better at systems they probably are attracted to prop tech to serve their solve their problems but in reality they don't train enough or they they don't train their staff enough and they don't have accountability with their staff to, to ensure that the prop tech actually does what it's made to do yes i mean that is a, a really big sweeping statement but from the, the point of view of bringing someone like me in or other consultants who do similar things, you need to use those resources to, to the best of everybody's ability. So if I go into uh, a client and it doesn't matter what the CRM is, I'm going to ask for certain reports and you need to be able to generate those reports because it gives you visibility straight away of how your business is functioning. It tells you where the gaps are in the systems. So if you're not using the prop tech well, what's the point of having it? You may as well go back to hard copy, pen and paper. But that, I think one of the things that, that um, COVID and lockdown and the pandemic globally, and I can't focus globally because I can only focus on, on what I do here, is that um, we, we rely heavily on technology, but you, you know, even to the point of delivering a training session to someone and then knowing that the person on the other end of the screen is working off of their phone, you know, that we're not as techy as everybody thinks we are. And do you think, is, are you, when you do get um, trouble, a troubleshooter, is it letting agents asking you in or is it the estate agency boss who's parachuting you into the lettings department both both and have you noticed the difference between the two of the issues that yeah i have i i even though uh many people may not believe this i see i look at things with very open eyes i mean first and foremost i'm a trainer but i've also worked in corporates at a very high level um, and I took a lot of what I learned there into what I do here. And one of the things that I love about estate agents is the, the way that they deal with uh, properties and the way that they take them on, um, advertise them. There's a lot to be learned there, dealing with, you know, the, the vendor and 
the person uh, buying. So there are elements there that could be used on the letting agency side that, you know, that both can learn from, from one another. So there's that part that I really like, the front end of a state agency, I really like. Okay. They're definitely not perfectionists though, are they? Um, Have you ever met an estate agent who's a perfectionist? No, but they, I mean, I, look, I try to look at the skill set okay. that I can use. Okay. And so uh, for me, there's no point in me going in and criticising everybody because that... And very quickly, what's the, what, what are the issues that you often find with letting agents? And please, please make it last 30 seconds. You want me to? Um, I think they're very blinkered. They look at the high street, they think about the landlord being one or two property landlord. They need to widen their net and be looking at the different types of demographic that are landlords. Very blinkered. Thank you for your chat today. Uh, I know we started off in one direction, but that's the beauty of the conversations. We took it in a different direction. Thank you for your time today, Susie. And if you're interested, we've got some other videos by Susie. Check them out on my YouTube channel. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris.